never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. But how, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, you've never seen one. I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Nasty's podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Now, can't underestimate Umberto Lenzi's influence on the genre we're going to talk about today, the cannibal genre. Indeed, uh, Lenzi kind of created it um, in 1973. And um, although you could argue he isn't as influential or as, well, he didn't, you know, make the, the, the big one in terms of Cannibal Holocaust, which is obviously Diodato, what he did do was create a film almost equally as notorious with Cannibal Ferox. Uh, And certainly in the US, uh, what was known as almost a a staple of the 42nd Street time, which, as it was named, Let Them Die Slowly. Ferox kind of is almost like a, a powerful full stop on the extremes of the cannibal um, genre. Certainly, probably more so than uh, Cannibal Holocaust, which is, uh, although you could argue quite confused in some of its uh, its political viewpoints, is nonetheless a film that attempts to point out um, the hypocrisies of the Mondo genre. The Cannibal films generally uh, use the Mondo genre and, for example, the soundtracks of them to... um, to be more visible, to 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 kind of um, to to kind of play on on those kind of tropes, and the Mondo being these documentary films, which we've, we've spoken about before with uh, Brutes and Savages. You know, uh, a lot of fake footage, some real footage, some cruelty, some nudity, kind of a heady kind of mix um, to kind of uh, to be shown on the big screen. Today's film sits. Although in 1980s, so very close to uh, Diodato's uh, Cannibal Holocaust and indeed Lenzi's uh, follow-up film, Cannibal Ferox, and a bit further away from um, Deep River Savages, also known as The Man from Deep River, which was 1973. It kind of does kind of feel like it breaches um, the two from a Lenzi point of view. So you put Ferox on one end and Man from Deep River at another. The original film from 73 um, is an action adventure influenced, uh, obviously, by, um, you know, The Man from Pale Horse, um, that, that Western um, where Richard Harris is, you know, abducted by uh, some Indians, uh, as, as, as they were called back then, and, uh, and tortured until he kind of accepted one of the tribe, becomes one of the tribe, etc., etc. You want to find out more about that film and indeed about the life of Lindsay, go back and return to that, 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 that podcast from back in, let's say, tw- 2013, probably it was, all those years ago. Here, um, there's still these kind of action elements that, uh, that marked out uh, Man from Deep River, uh, but it's certainly far more exploitative, not just in what the plot is, but also in its use of uh, extreme violence, gory violence. Animal, real animal cruelty, 
sex and indeed sexual violence as well. Um, a lot of the cast are naked through it, through a fair chunk of the film, but also uh, a lot of the cast are uh, in scenes of, of simulated rape. And that apart from, you know, the, the obvious uh, far stronger moral issues you may have with films with uh, with animal cruelty and something we've, we've spoken about in the past and I'm not going to linger on here. Um, there, it's there if that if you if you need that warning there. And it's hard though still uh, an exploitation film and uh, one that tries to push other buttons and kind of keep your your blood pumping while it's screening. Eaten Alive is. Um, a, a film of, of, of Lindsay kind of competence. It's certainly not his, his worst film. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, um, quite uh, offensive in its own particular way. Take all my wonderful balloons. Share the joy of giving with 9,000 ah! What the hell? Shut up! Hey, you! Stop! Three men killed with tiny darts dipped in cobra venom. Cobra venom. Well, that's bad news. I have to remind you that there are still cannibals in the southeastern jungles of New Guinea. What? <laughs> Brethren. Two great perils endanger the well-being of our community. The cave dwellers hungering for our flesh and city dwellers out to enslave us. Where is Jonas now, do you know? Keep your mouth shut. Get out of here. Mind your own damn business. Those devils want to see me locked up in a prison cell, but they'll never get to do it. I will not leave my people without their leader. I got him! There's somebody down there! Call me, Rocky! Written and directed by by Umberto Lenzi, um, the film is about a uh, a woman called J- uh, played by uh, Janet Ag- uh, Agrim, who is called Shirley. In the the character's name is called Shirley, and um, she's looking for a sister. And her sister has disappeared in the jungles of New Guinea. Um, Sheila looks for this this woman, uh, played by uh, Paula Saint. Senatory and meets up with um, Robert Kerman, who's a who's, who's a character's name is called Mark. Now Kerman, we will know from what we've spoken about before. Um, Robert Kerman made um, Cannibal Holocaust. He's <laughs> kind of ingrained within the um, the the makeup of the cannibal genre. And as we've spoken about him before in his life, he was a, a porn actor who um, wanted to be taken seriously as a as a film actor, 
um, but repeatedly turned back to pornography and, and, and struggled with uh, mental health issues and, and, and illness and addiction through his life. Anyway, so this this couple uh, have various scrapes as they kind of go through the New Guinea uh, jungle and find themselves at the camp of a guy called Jonas, who uh, we has, we've seen him before in Deep of the Savages as our main character. The, and the actor Ivan Rasimov. Now, Rasimov in this film is not the hero, he's the villain. He's a guy who is running a Jim Jones style cult. Uh, and indeed, the the film is influenced by this uh, this Jim Jones cult element, um, obviously from nineteen seventy eight, where which was in Ghana when the Jim John Jim Jones People's Temple and the deaths of nine hundred people, um, where they committed suicide, obviously by drinking a, a poisoned drink. Here again. Um, our, our character Jonas uh, is violent, abusive, sexually violent to women. Uh, and also, um, at the end, there is a mass suicide uh, in, within the cult as the authorities close in on them. Again, almost certainly to, um, you know, as, 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 as they become more concerned about obviously a psychopath in the, in the jungle and do whatever the hell he wants. Um, so the film, um, you know, has a very heady mix of um, animal violence, gore, including castrations. It has, um, obviously the gore is, is faked, but the, um, and, and as is the, um, the sexual violence in the film, but some of those, that animal cruelty almost certainly isn't. And Lindsay kind of, um, you know, uh, litters what is effectively a kind of a heart to darkness kind of journey to the centre of the jungle. Everyone's going a bit mad. And then, um, you know, then there is a comeuppance. Um, however, Lindsay is, is almost nihilistic in his viewpoints here. So it doesn't have too much of a concern when it comes to which uh, cast members he's willing to kill. And indeed, the question at the end is, will anybody get out of the jungle alive? So it was shot in Times Square, New York, in Italy for the studio scenes, uh, and also in Sri Lanka, which is where uh, the, the, our, our jungle is, um, is created. The film itself has no problems with being um, being able to um, well rob off other films, not just intellectually, as we see with you know the, the fact that this is a cannibal film that's that's you know influenced by uh, Diodato's um, Last Cannibal World, as well as you know riffing on some of the themes and indeed using some of the actors from Man from Deep River, but actually using the footage as well. So scenes originally from Sacrifice, Man from Deep River, the crocodile being killed with a knife and uh, a woman being killed and eaten by cannibals is, is used from there. Jungle Holocaust, which is the Mimi Lay death scene. Slave of the Cannibal Guards, which has, uses the castration scene. Uh, some of the films are footage eaten by a monkey. And uh, were all edited into the film to kind of judge it up a bit. 
indeed, um, you can see almost Lindsay kind of going, this has gone on for quite a while without something, you know, without delivering for, for its audience. So I need to slice something in there. And sure enough, um, you know, at points when you're, you're least expecting it, you might be broadsided with a bit of animal cruelty. The suit shoot was, was difficult. It was raining in Sri Lanka, as you can probably imagine, because it's, it's the jungle. Um, you know, I think people always kind of assume it's always dead sunny rather than, you know, a rainforest environment. Um, what it does is um, kind of weave in far more extreme narratives uh, around what is at its core a fairly standard kind of jungle adventure with all the things that you might feel uncomfortable about in its, uh, its cultural appropriation and it's uh, you know the way it, it treats it and acts around some of its um, characters. Although we've spoken about Mimi Lay before, we've spoken about Robert Kerman, we've spoken about Ivan Rashomov, um, briefly Sheila is played by um, Jenna Agron, who is a Swedish actress and model. I mean, her career, she's 70 now, but her career basically rolls around exploitation films. Um, most famous probably for being, appearing in Full She City, The Living Dead, and Red Sonia from 1985. Uh, she does appear in uh, Ratman as well from, from 88 for fans of uh, Notorious v, uh, videos from uh, slightly later periods in, of the 80s. Um, also, a, a rather sadder update about Umberto Lenzi. Last time we spoke about him, he was still alive. But um, unfortunately, he uh, he died in October 2017. And he died at the age of 86, though, so that's uh, you know, very sad nonetheless. But, um, you know, they played to him. He's, he's done well there. Unsurprisingly for a film that is um, exploitative, to say the least... It um it got um varying um reviews, shall we say, at the time. It and uh, indeed the monthly film bulletin from when it came out said that uh, um you know the film was probably elevated or, or certainly lessened in its its impact by some of the um unfortunate um, comedic elements where it just gets a little bit too silly. Um, certainly the film doesn't have the nous to um, to kind of really set itself apart from um, a lot of... You know, it, it's not clever enough to talk properly about people who, you know, are, are maybe exploiting people in the in, in the West and then go to a, a village and then become exploited themselves. It, 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 it doesn't have that. Our, um, our Jonas, our, um, our character, who is the Jim Jones type, isn't really examined much beyond uh, an exploitative person. The, sh- the sets are you know, all in a clearance somewhere. It, 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 it doesn't look particularly great. Certainly the jungle doesn't look particularly great. But as we've said before, 
Lindsay really isn't interested in any of that. What he's interested in is getting your blood pumping. And um, although incredibly exploitative in the way he does that, you know, nonetheless, he does it with a certain amount of a plot. So um, we're almost certainly, you know, listen, if you're going to go down the, the exploitative cannibal route, which way would you normally go? Would you, would you watch or would you view a film like you know, would you not just go straight to the to the, the really fucking grim stuff? Would you not just go? Let's go Holocaust. Let's go Ferox. This kind of film is 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 almost in exactly the same levels of of upsettingness, in truth, but is um, sold in a packaged in a far more exciting grand slam wham kind of vibe to it. You know, it is an action movie. At the end of the day. So the film was released in America under the title Doomed to Die um, and indeed has um, been released under various slightly different titles including Eaten Alive by Cannibals which you know really gives you a very, very clear in terms of, of what, what, what was being released. The film has never been released uncut in the UK, unsurprisingly. The film was passed as uh, an X in 19... 19- 81 for the cinema with 5 minutes and 42 seconds of cuts um, so it was cut, here are, here's the list Killing the Crocodile the Knife the cut, the, the Killing the Monkey by Snake uh, to, uh, Eating of uh, Arm and Breast of a Female Corpse uh, Nudity from Mimi Lay being stripped and moved to an altar, uh, Snake of the Mongoose got cut out um Sheila being undressed, bedded and assaulted by Jonas with the bloody dildo. Well, all that was cut down. The castration scene was cut. Um, the iguana being killed was cut. The snake attacking a raptor was be- was cut. Um, the Diana being raped uh, later on in the film was uh, cut right back. Um, the man's ear being severed and eaten was cut. And uh, the Diana, uh, a lot of the Diana eating scenes were, were removed as well. So, unsurprisingly, that is where it's kind of remained. And the film was um, released in, I believe, in that format um, on video in the uh, in, in VHS, and um, was uh, unsurprisingly. Uh, seized by police now i'm pretty sure if it had been the uncut version we probably would have seen this as a um one of the section two releases one of the one of the set but it would have been the 73 as it were but as it stands uh unsurprisingly not because so much of it's been removed so the film was um, released uh, again in uh, 1987 on uh, Elephant, um, which also had that cut, an, an additional cut for one second to remove um, a bit more of the crocodile head. Um, and in 1992, it was released by Vipco. It's never been released uh, uncut in the UK. It's available in the from the US uh, as a Severin uh, limited edition Blu-ray. Uh, and also on DVD as well. So it is available if you wish to watch it in its uncut form. 
And, you know, ultimately, if you're going to go down this road, you're probably going to want to watch it before the horrible stuff concluded, I suppose. So thanks very much for listening. Uh, if you want to get hold of me, please do. My email address is videonassispodcast at gmail.com. You can get me on Twitter at, at orange underscore monkey. Or alternatively, you can go on the website, thelasthorrorpodcast.com, videonassispodcast.com, and leave any comments there. Um, thanks very much generally for listening. Um, we've had a big number uh, recently, which has been lovely in terms of the number of people that have listened to the podcast, and that's, that's a great thing. Um, you know, it's good that people listen, I suppose. Um, and the podcast continues to go from strength to strength. This is actually Mark's our 100th episode of Video Nasty's podcast, which is weird because obviously, you know, originally when I set it up, it was never the game I desired to go so far. But um, I'm glad it has. Anyway, next week we're going to be talking about Blood Song, which is a 1982 slasher film from the US. Till then, though, take care. I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. <laughs> never seen a video nasty i wouldn't i have far too much how, how can you judge on video nasty? Oh, you've never seen one i actually don't need to see visually what i know is in that film